0: Fights and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast.
1: Podcast pod, podcast pod, podcast pod, podcast pod, podcast pod, podcast pod. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Big Dan Vayner and Danielle Radford. I like that one. I am joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the one in a million dollar woman. Lindsay Kelk. No, hi. Hello. And our special guest, Jensen, the catch of the day carp. Did not write that. Welcome. I'll,
2: to- I'll take it. I feel like it's the positive part of catch of the day. Yeah. Not like, one. oh, it's a fish we just had too much of.
1: No, this is definitely like, yo, this is the catch of the day. Get right, fair, it now while it's fair, like fair, hot fair. and fresh. I'm in. Or cold and fresh.
2: My fiance's name last name is Fishel. And so everything we have, basically, we've been buying as like a couple is like, yeah. oh, it should be a fit. Like we we've overdone it
0: seems fun. okay that's but the go big or
1: go home go big or yeah, go home yeah
2: and like we like i want tim salmon from the anaheim angels to marry us that's seems my right. new goal yeah so that it's just all fish
1: oh you already have like your you probably already have like your wedding hashtag uh
2: no i don't well <laughs> now i'm thinking fish? hashtag fisherman or something mm-hmm. now you're right now i should focus fish yeah. and
1: carp Yeah, something
2: like that. Something
0: like that. Carp. This podcast is canceled because that's what we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Just brainstorming. Just coming up
2: with that. It (laughs) is going to be a very specific podcast uh, if we just do hashtags for my wedding. (laughs) I mean. You never know.
1: Wouldn't be the first time. No. (laughs) Um, So, Jensen, before we get started, tell us about your wrestling fandom. How did you come into it? Yeah. When did you start?
2: Well, I was a fan as a kid, uh, like over the top, like everyone was in the 80s, sort of the chic Hogan stuff. Um, and I fell for it all, rock and wrestling. You know, I, I was into everything, buying merch. My parents took me to the sports arena um, to see Adrian Adonis versus Hulk Hogan uh, here in L.A. And I was just super into it, um, mega powers. And I mean, I, I didn't have pay-per-view growing up, and my parents didn't have a lot of money, so I wasn't able to do that. But I had heard that the neighbor next to us had a satellite dish and that you could get Saturday Night's Main Event during a normal hour that I would be awake. So I used to have to try to go to his place. I never was. I mean, I was just, it was always the toys, and it was always a chase to try to be a bigger WWE fan. And then Attitude Era, obviously, I was in college, so we watched that every Monday. And then... Uh, Did you and, wind
1: up getting into any of the WCW stuff or ECW back yeah, then? Yeah, uh,
2: not ECW, because um, that was I was so West Coast. I had never even been to the East Coast, I don't right. think, at that point. And so it was regional. But I knew it existed, and I knew Heyman existed and stuff like that. And then WCW I would watch, and I kind of went with the ratings, I think. I think I was pretty basic that way where like when WCW was winning I was over there and uh, NWO obviously I was a big fan of but I didn't and then and then when I got out of college and I started going to writing rooms my first one was Monday Night Raw and so in 05 I really like uh, I amped up my knowledge obviously
1: the which is a fantastic and also, like, I don't think it's basic to go with the ratings. The reason why the ratings are worse was because it, it was a better show, yeah. Like, whichever one is good was the one, not always, but not Enough. often,
2: yeah. yeah. NWO was like it, that was the moment, and then like putting seat, uh, seat uh, asses in seats, those moments like were like these big kind of turn point television episodes and I think I followed those. Yeah,
1: asses and seats will never not make me laugh. Still funny. <laughs> still funny. I
2: know. It's so dumb. I mean it was such a funny idea to like spoil another television show. I still think it's like so ridiculous.
1: I would love if... if, if if all of like the Fremulon shows started doing that, where Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nines started giving away the thing. <laughs> like, listen, this is who dies, the good dies place. in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they just like <laughs> give it away. Yeah, Have you ever
0: seen The Good Place? Let me tell you about yeah.
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make a joke that spoiled Good Place. Yo, I'm
0: no. like, don't <laughs> do, it don't do, do it, it, don't do it, do don't it do it. My, no, my no, boyfriend I... just started watching it, oh. and there'll be actual violence in
1: my house. Yeah, it's so, so good. Oh yeah. my God. Okay. We have so much to talk about because it's like one of my favorites. They trick us into learning ethics. It's amazing. Okay. But yeah, would you like to expand on any more of your time as a writer? in wwe and
2: i mean i guess it's it's like i i i went in as a fan i mean you've heard this probably on all of your like wrestling podcasts i would like
0: to hear more and have several follow-up questions all right
2: i guess i mean listen <laughs> i i i wrote a spec script um that I, basically i had an agent friend i was looking to get on a tv show he sent me a bunch of them that were hiring one of them was wwe raw i called my agent and was like what can i do to do this i was like a kid it was I was mm-hmm. a young guy, and uh, he was like, I- "Let me go ask." He comes back. He says, "Well, they're very impressed by your past because I was in the music industry, and uh, at least at the time, WWE, if you like know a celebrity, they like love you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like it's, like remains, one celebrity, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's still yeah. that still tracks,
2: yeah. And so we, uh, so I sent in my resume. They love that. They said two specs. I sent in one that involved Kerwin White, who at the time. Ah! Was like a character that ah. I loved, and then I wrote in another one for Randy Orton, and I knew when I finished him, I was like, "They're gonna, they're gonna call me." What
1: do you mind? For those people who don't know, <laughs> explaining Kerwin White.
2: Kerwin White was an amazing character in WWE for like a couple months. It was Chavo Guerrero uh <laughs> and basically getting rid of his mexican roots and his lucha roots and his tradition and loyalty within his family and whitewashing himself to be uh basically a golf caddy uh and he would wear like polo shirts and sh- khaki shorts and and mm-hmm. so um i had an idea Muhammad hassan had just got kicked off of television because of basically terrorist television and i had an idea that Muhammad hassan would would be so mad at the way that r- wrestling treated a Middle Eastern character that he would come back as a whitewashed white guy. So like Muhammad Hassan's new name was like Jeff. And he would come out and be like, well, look what being Middle Eastern got me. And he'd come out with Kerwin White and he's like, look what Mexican got. So it was like a way that he could come back into wrestling. And when I wrote that, I was like, well, that's pretty intense. And that's big. That's kind of like a more high concept than what they're doing. And then my Randy Orton one involved his dad and uh it was pretty soap opera based. So I thought it was going to stand out to them. And then, and then Hunter called me and, uh, or actually Stephanie called me first. Um, and then I flew out to Stanford and met with them and then they hired me like a week later.
1: Wow. Oh, I I appreciate that they're like we don't know if we'll use your big ideas, but they we like,
2: But we <laughs>
1: yeah. we like that you yeah. have them and we can beat them out of you. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can crush me, those dreams. Please use, bring them to work. Oh
2: for us. yeah, they they use <laughs> neither of them. And then I would come and have these sort of big UCB ideas and stuff. And I had this guy uh, Jablonski who was um what was NXT then, but was was the OVW and mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Florida wrestling. That was our minor league, so we would get their videos, and I had this guy named Chet Chablonski, who I loved and is now a bouncer, I heard, but I hope he hears this, and he was just really funny, and he he played sort of this, like, Green Bay cheesehead, but he was a super fan of the wrestlers, and they kind of ended up doing this with Bayley, which always makes me mad, but, like, it was a character that Chet and I kind of honed in on, and and he would freak out, take a picture with the wrestler before the match, and and... Um, like, wear their shirt down and, like, really just freak out. And then when the bell rang, he became a monster, beat the crap out of the dude or, you know, whoever he's facing, and then back to the, oh, and then it's over. He pins him and he's back to taking pictures with him yeah. and thrilled.
1: Oh, it's like a non-problematic Eugene.
2: Yes. Yeah. Who's before Eugene, too, which is a good feeling.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, so uh, thank you so much for giving us that recap and a little bit of insight into your time in the WWE. We're going to get started with one thing from wrestling that we think deserves extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready
2: to rock! Ah! Whoa! Oh!
1: Did we ever answer him back? Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, I tweeted at him and he liked it, so I think he knows. Okay. <laughs> um, so there was a wrestling show this weekend. Obviously, we all know about this. The largest independent wrestling show ever. Yeah. All In featured everyone from Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, Okada, Chris Jericho. And Jensen, you got to be in Chicago for I it. I did.
2: It was awesome. It was my bachelor party.
1: No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it really was.
2: It was That's so fun. I would never have a bachelor party, but then... Um, I have not watched like WWE very intensely over the past few years, but i I read the results mostly, but I'm very intensely into in the indie scene. And like, I've been going to PWG for like the last decade, um, and, and have kind of forged relationships with a lot of those guys and seeing what the bucks were doing and, and kind of being involved with their, uh, their rise and stuff. I, I was never going to miss it. And when it fell into this kind of perfect time, I was like, well, I'm taking friends with me
1: oh that's super amazing yeah. Um, and Lindsay I know that you were like me super mm-hmm. sad that we couldn't be in Chicago did yes. you get a chance to see it? I did
0: I watched it in the end live yeah Okay. okay. I got so close to going when they announced it I booked a hotel because I was like the hotel's going to sell out book yeah. a hotel And I was like I'm going to go I'm going to go and in the end because I went to SummerSlam I couldn't do both but now I'm like super broken destroyed mm-hmm. in it's Arena
2: the production was really good I've yeah. heard things about on television or on pay per view, um, but in arena, I was like crazy impressed.
1: I think it looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, think it looked, I mean, there was there were definitely um, at least for me, like on our stream, there were moments where like the stream wasn't the best it could be. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's kind of to be expected when you have something that huge. Yeah, I feel like that may have been maybe not the biggest, but one of the biggest streaming events that they've had to deal with yeah and so yeah, you know th- those things are gonna happen i'm still just like super happy i got to see it and brandy's fucking cat suit um <laughs> so how did this compare for you jensen since you got to see it live yeah um with the best wwe show you were able to see live were they kind of
2: that's a good question i mean i guess i guess they're really more similar than you think right that's not the answer i guess i would have expected to say but as someone who had been in the receipt of bingo hall you know <laughs> 50 60 times i guess it's completely different than that i've been to a ring of honor super show uh in manhattan center um and then obviously i had been involved in raw and smackdown and and ecw even uh later at the terrible uh reboot but i guess like it, it was a wwe show I, I don't i don't i guess it had a lot more theatrics than a Ring of Honor show. It had a lot more parts and moving pivots and stuff. Um, I think as far as production, I would say, and creative, they were more influenced by WWE, I think, than anything else, um, which I don't think is an answer I really would have thought I'd say until I really thought about it.
1: Right. And, and you, you know, I don't think that that necessarily has to be a bad
2: thing. No, I think it's a good thing.
1: thing. Yeah, because yeah. I think... It- just like with anything you take the experience that you have and you use it to build and you make it your own and if it's your first time doing it and you have experience watching these huge things happen why wouldn't you take from that and take from the time that he I mean it's not like he didn't study underneath the best learning tree so why wouldn't you
2: use it? Yeah and I think like creatively I would have been mad if we came out and it was a full sportsmanship event like if it was just the Cody match over and over again so I was happy there was like shenanigans and meta stuff and I mean that's who they are That's, that's, that's what got them to this place That's what the YouTube show is. That's what Mm -hmm. all those things are. So I was happy to see all that represented.
1: I was, uh, I popped so hard for a backstage segment. I was Mm like, you know, and I, 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 I'm sure that some people didn't like it, but for me, it truly did feel like an evolution of what they had been doing with being the elite yeah, and what they've been doing with, with, you know, yeah,
0: it felt natural to me. It felt like they'd taken the best things of everything they've done and put it all together and they did, were not afraid to throw money at it. Yeah. And that showed, I just thought the production values of the set and of the lighting and You're of great. the A V like all of that was incredible. And I
1: cannot stress enough. All of the Swararski crystals. All of them. All of them. All of them. I hope yeah. no one needs any because Brandy has them all. Brandy yeah. took them all. Yeah. <laughs> And them. and you know that she's not because part of me was like, is she are they just taking him off their old suits and then no having... no no yeah. I a new setup. no I mean, no spend they're it they're now time. make more later yeah and that was always his. what
2: is he he has doesn't Cody have some cute that's yeah, what it spend... is yeah, yeah. spend it's it, now, sp- it
0: sp- now make more later and
2: I and I luckily <laughs> uh, got to talk to them afterwards a bit and I'm sure that this is just the start yep. yeah which is like a crazy thing to think that there is a world where because if you're in a a publicly traded company that's going at 86 dollars a share whatever it is today and you hear that ring of honor sold out madison square garden which is technically a larger capacity Mm -hmm. than your 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 uh, venue uh that's terrifying i mean that's where you just throw the couple million dollars at the bucks or whatever it is that you have to do in order to get them i'm just not sure that that kind of leverage is is i mean this is going to be a bigger thing if they can do it again and it, it would appear they are
0: i feel like something changed because yeah. of it and that it's like we've always talked about this we talked about this time and time again we're like you know one day I guess they'll go because they'll want their Wrestlemania moment Kenny will go Bucks will go Cody will go back yeah. and I think they actually have genuinely created a Maybe. viable alternative I was watching 205 last night for my sins and all those guys I was just like you guys could have
2: been on all in. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Yeah, we're thinking um, my about my it. fiance and I are close with Leo Rush, and i we're yeah, really happy for him. Last yeah, night. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really happy for him. But it's like it's also one of those things where he's so talented, yeah. and so young, and it, it's like weird to me. Is that the best bet for him?
1: Yeah, because for so long it was. I, I mean, I basically enjoyed the card from top to bottom. Yeah. Lindsay, yeah. did you have a favorite match?
0: Oh, uh, I I would really really struggle. I loved the Kenny uh, Pentagon match. I thought that was. I thought someone was gonna die. I'm like, I, I, this isn't usually my favorite matches, but both my favorite matches were like, is someone gonna die? Because yeah. it was that match like, well, with Joey the pile Janelle driver, must have made you very which was my second favorite yeah. match. And I was like, can someone check on Joey? Can someone yeah. literally check on him? Because like the penis is yeah. Um, <laughs> but can someone just make sure that man hasn't died? Yeah. And then when they did the pile driver on the apron
2: yeah.
0: with the Kenny match, I was like, yeah. oh, I need, I need my babies not to have broken necks. I need that. Yeah. Um, but they were brilliant matches. I think the thing that really stood out for me with both of those matches and with the card as a whole, I guess less the Adam Page because of what happened after, but was the way you were able to plug in and enjoy the matches and see storytelling yeah. without yes. a weekly program. Yeah. I feel WWE leans so hard on their weekly program, on the over, sorry, you guys, overwritten stories and lack of action in the ring, mm. whereas this was... The opposite. I this think it, was yeah. tell a story in your wrestling, send everyone home happy. Yep. I have uh, some thoughts about that, but we'll get back to that. What
1: was your favorite match, Jensen?
2: Um, I really enjoyed the, uh, the women's match. I thought that mm-hmm. it was really well paced. I thought Super it showed. Fun. uh Game changer. Yeah. I thought it showed sort of like a, a new angle on women's independent wrestling in a way where, um, in my opinion, in the past, we have treated them slightly gimmicky. Yeah. Yes. WWE was sort of at the forefront of not doing that recently, at least. NXT being the obvious mm-hmm. uh, starter in it. And I think we still treated... Like, even Janela's valet. Like, that's, that's still kind of a shit thing. I mean, it's not a good... I don't love it's it. Not great. And, like, those kind of things were very prevalent. And I think in this match... I forgot it was a gimmick. Yeah, like I yeah. just thought it was just another wrestling match. It's just
1: a match that went yeah. on,
2: and um, I was really, really impressed with Chelsea. Um,
1: I have the Chelsea Green.
2: I think she's really great. And Murdered. and we were all all my friends and I, some who are into wrestling, some who are not. Um, all of us were just like blown away by what she did.
1: Really enjoyed to on commentary. Yet, yeah, not always, see, we didn't not always. We her didn't hear any of that. Which oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she was not right. always her strongest, but she was like, she was for me. I felt like she was yep. very good at knowing when to kind of come in and when to yeah. mm-hmm. go out.
2: Yeah. I was excited because Excalibur is a friend and obviously I've known him for years because of PWG and I heard he did really well. Yeah, He did. He, he did was great. Really so fun. I hope he gets a look for, from somewhere to get, to get a gig.
1: Yeah. yeah. So for um to go back to Lindsay's point about storytelling, I think for me, it wasn't even necessarily that I had a favorite match in that I my favorite was just showing that you really can um do so much work in terms of story by cutting a lot of the wheat for and and, and it's just WWE has a lot of shows and mm-hmm. they have a lot of talent who needs to be paid and they have writers, but it is nice to be able to show that, like, yes, you can tell this in an episodic way and still have people understand it mm-hmm. um, without necessarily having to do 10 hours worth of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, that was a huge highlight. And then, yes, the, the women's match, um, something we've talked about here a lot is as much as we love the indies, they're aside from specifically women's wrestling promotions and the few places who might throw a woman on to do a couple of intergender matches it except you know this year is really when you've started to see there be better opportunities for women Mm -hmm. on the indies
2: yeah i think bar wrestling has done pretty well with that in the valley but i still think even when candace was in pwg she was sort of like it's a woman i mean it was still like a thing that we had to like Conceit to know the match,
1: yeah, right. And there is shimmer and there is rise, right. And both and I, of those I, are amazing. Shimmer's great
2: and shimmer is great, but also shimmers and. Yes, it's great, but it's also a women's wrestling league. Exactly, yeah, it, 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 I, I, I like what they did, and that's kind of where NXT took their lead. But I like I like the idea that it, it was just another match.
1: Yeah, like more more in the uh, almost like the Jakara. Yeah, where Jakara. It's like, yeah, would know. be the
2: more would probably be the best. Uh, comparison. Well, especially
1: yeah, because of Kimberly. Yeah. And,
2: yeah.
1: Um. So for me, that show because so many people, especially when Tanil wound up moving over into the Indies, were like, "Well, what's going to happen to her?" Mm-hmm. Because there isn't as much as you know. We can think of all of these great stars of. The the indies for dudes mm-hmm. there aren't really these great women's matches no. that you can point to i mean there are really 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 good ones yeah. but not like but not okay, in the this... same
2: renaissance way that adam cole yes. and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. it was just like we you were getting these names like uh, uh, oksana and I, there were names popping up but like as far as the renaissance as far as oh, man, everybody's gearing and, and, and being driven towards the indies. I felt like this was the first time for me, as someone who watches them very intently, just felt like another match.
1: Um, so we were talking about what might be in the future. When and where do you think that the second all-in should happen, Jensen?
2: Uh, well, I'd love for it to be here. And I think that's sort of what I think my feeling would be, is to, to do it in L.A. I don't see why you would do it in New York um based on how much um competition Mm -hmm. you can have there with ring of honor already staking a large claim this coming uh wrestlemania uh wrestlemania yeah right yeah 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 i think the weekend yeah i think i think la would probably be the larger statement i think Mm -hmm. that it shows that you can do it without needing the midwest main stop you know you don't yeah right they picked chicago because it's kind of in the middle and i think it would be a ballsy move in the same way that Japan uh, and JPW does Long yeah. Beach, I think it would be kind of a strong move to do it uh, right in the middle. And I think mm-hmm. that if uh, if rappers like Russ can really sell out Staples Center, right. I-, I believe they could probably do the Staples Center.
0: I believe they could do Staples. Yeah, I- which a would be great. I and it would be great.
2: And it would be a major statement. It would be... Um, I-, I-, I just don't see... I've argued with my friends because I I, don't, I just don't think that Ring of Honor, the Super Card, or whatever. I don't think that's why people. I don't think there's a huge difference between the two is what I'm saying. I don't think the ring of honor show at Madison square garden and all in two are that much different.
1: No, No, I think that all in two has more, which is weird because like ring of honor is obviously DIY and punk, but it has more of a like DIY punk. It's cooler right now. It's cooler right now. It's cooler and it's
0: DIY, but it's also got that sheen. It's got the Cody sheen on it. And that's what I feel like he brings to the proceedings is he brings his WWE upbringing. He brings everything he learned from his dad. Yeah. He put Mm -hmm. the shine
1: on it.
2: Yeah. It's funny. I mean, I, I thought about writing an article. I've written for Rolling Stone. I wrote, I've written about wrestling a bunch of times. And I've, I've taken a couple of years off just because, like...
1: Oh, cool. We the, have LaToya in here. There's
2: yeah, there's yeah. So there's a ton of us now is what I'm saying. Is mm. that, you know, like it was only me and Masked Man and a couple other people back <laughs> in the day. And now I'm like, there's people doing it better than me. And uh, But when I went to All In, I really kind of thought to myself, because James Montgomery, who's at Rolling Stone, is a wrestling guy. And he was who um, convinced Rolling Stone to start really running wrestling articles years Mm. ago. And he wanted, we couldn't get a PWG article to to Rolling Stone at the time, which is like funny and ironic now. (laughs) Uh, but what I do know about this show more than any others, if I was asked to write about it, my angle, it's the Simpsons. And I know that's like the craziest comparison, but it's the Simpsons. Everyone needs to know your in jokes, but you still can enjoy it if you just tune tune in. Right, like Disco Stew is funnier if you know everything Disco Stew has been through, or or any of those people, or Lionel uh, Hutch or whatever. But 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 you don't really need to know. It's still a good show on its own, and I think this more than anything WWE people still snicker at because it's like. You got to know, and when, when it has a stench on it, these guys are cool and young, and they they sort of put a middle finger up to those traditions. And in a similar way to like what the Simpsons did for like the Flintstones, mm. and, and also like Dalton Castle showed up for like one match and then left. <laughs> like these little things of like the details of how much they, and then they flew out the the, the referee for the. the uh, Hebner. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Uh, from um, New Japan. Taga Hattori. Uh, yeah, yeah, Taga Hattori. Yeah. Like, they flew him out for his match. Like, it's just that, that detail yeah. for people who know what's going on, but yet still an entertaining show if you don't. I just, it was like yeah. a very Simpsons esque. Oh, there's there's the Bumblebee Man. Like, it just felt like you knew everything that was going so on. Instead
0: and... of Bumblebee Man, it was Pharaoh.
2: There you go. <laughs> or Dalton Castle running by was Duff Man. or Yeah.
1: <laughs> I or Fat Ass to see or that. whatever
2: it was. No, all those guys. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, Fat,
1: massa, fat ass massa was there. Yeah. <laughs> Pharaoh was so good. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if you've got any thoughts on All In, let us know about them at facebook.com slash groups slash tights fights and at tights fights on Twitter and Instagram. After the break, it's time to get into some WWE news. That's coming up next on Tights and Fights.
0: Listen, we already know that you love genre movies, film craft, and female filmmakers. So, if you love all those things, then by transitive property, you love my podcast, Switchblade Sisters. Hi, I'm film critic April Wolf. Every week, I have a conversation with a different female filmmaker about their favorite genre film. Each episode covers the filmmaking process, working in the film industry, and just like general geeking out about awesome movies. I've had such great guests like the big sick
1: writer, Emily Gordon. To me, indie movies, as of late, have come to be a catch-all term for a movie that kind of Defy genre? Billy Madison and half-baked director Tamara Davis. When a comedian
0: comes and enters onto my set, they're they're just there to be funny, and we're all ready
2: and waiting for them to be funny.
0: Horror industry veteran and actor Barbara Crampton.
2: That's where real drama lies for me. What's what's between you and I speaking right now? Where where are we meeting, and what's the energy that we create between us?
0: And so many others. So check out Switchblade Sisters every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And Bites Podcast. Bites and Bites.
1: Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford and I'm joined today by Lindsay Kelp and
2: Jensen Kirk.
1: Let's get our attention to WWE and Braun Strowman's new alliance with Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, and now the entire heel side of the Raw locker room? mark <laughs> The Shield was arrested right at the start of the show in another pull-apart brawl this year. But when they came back, everyone from Alliance to Kevin Owens to Drew Gulak came out to lay waste to them. What do we think about all of this? I was excited to see Drew Gulak.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: me too. <laughs> that was my main takeaway. I do
2: always like the like uh, everyone's working together. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do always because I, I, I don't want like I said I don't watch the show but I watch I go to the reviews like I watch I read it basically yeah. Yeah. and then I see photos uh, and then one photo was just everyone staring at them on the ground and I was like well, I like when that happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. That. Do you think it's been good or bad to have Finn lose two main events to the guys competing for the Universal Title? I think it's been terrible. I don't think there's any good. No, I know, but it's like it's again and again and again. They're like,
0: who can we job out? But the kids love him. Like, please. And I know it's not people. Lindsay, it's not jobbing. He has good matches. They are Mm. good matches, but he is taking so many losses at this
1: point. You, you know, there, there's only so far. Yes, we do remember you were the first Universal Champion, but wrestling is very much a, like, Janet Jackson, what have you done for me Wait, lately Wait, exactly. Kind of Why
0: do him up as the Demon, send him out to SummerSlam, have this win that was a pretty prompt win. Which he didn't actually now... need to be the
1: Demon for, but that's... It cool. was over. The,
2: it was just over, right? Yeah. yeah and now it's like, like oh, strong. and now,
0: by the way, you're just going to keep losing clean again. Yeah. Hope that's okay.
2: Yeah. I, okay. I've, following him has been very odd because... Mm. He doesn't give me much hope for the Bucks or any of those mm. guys for when they mm. do go, because it's like, how could you mess up Finn Balor's demon moments? You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. do you mess that up? And then you read it and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's clearly how you do it. Uh, yeah. And it's the yeah. same way you messed up Ray Wyatt. And it's the same way you've messed up
1: all of these yeah. gimmies
2: and a lot of stuff where you really could have run with it. And they clearly I mean, I hate to be the guy who's worked there before, but it, it comes down to size. Yeah. And it always will. I'm and ready
0: for a heel turn.
2: Yeah. It's just going to come down to they don't believe in... That guy beating people—it's yeah. the punk, you know. Yeah, it's the punk uh, dilemma. But
1: he's really good, <laughs> so good. And I'm I'm ready for that light up jacket. I'm ready yeah. for I'm ready for. Look, uh, we already, y'all know how much I enjoy point point your dick at me, Daddy Baylor. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm ready for them to go back and watch a few New Japan videos and be like, you know what? Maybe this kid could have a heel turn. Let's oh, just see what happens. There was something to that Prince Devitt. <laughs> um, and Drew Gulak wasn't the only 205 Live guy on Raw, but now we know that Drake Maverick is manager for the authors <laughs> oh, of the That's the thing that happened.
2: I saw, I... I saw the photo of it and I was like, this is so stupid.
0: So I'm curious to get your opinion on this as someone yeah. that worked there. Yeah. Which is a question I'm I'm now just a conduit for my older brother. What is this basically? Vince saw a smaller man and was like, "Let's put a little guy with two big guys." It it probably
2: would be, or I don't know about funny, but looks more intimidating would probably be a reason. I mean, then there's a lot of backstagey stuff that could have happened, but I mean, but like I I would assume,
1: great talker, he's so good. And if Mike was here, he would definitely mention how both those boys still look like adult toddlers. Yeah, they do.
2: They do look like adult babies. They do.
1: And then they've just put Spud with them in a
0: flak jacket. Also, I was like. But uh, oh, why? Did they, like, I didn't read why. Now, why is that? Uh, he's just going to be their manager because he wants them to win.
2: No explanation. No either.
0: explanation. No connection. No reference to their previous manager, who they fired when they got called Because that was up.
2: Elling. Uh, Ellering.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was just like not going to. I mean, he's not going to tour. Yeah. He, yeah. He's right, doing, right, but it right, was right. just it. And it was like, "Hi, I'm Drake Maverick. I'm the manager of Two of Five Live, and also the manager of these, these fellas. Yeah, that's, that's what he so said. Dumb. And then there was no reference to it on 205
1: Live? The I'll whole tell you thing this. was just super Doesn't weird. does feel more rock star spud than Drake <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll tell you this, and I've never said this out loud because I don't think I really broke any rules. <laughs> but here's what happened. When I was at WWE, they started this thing that was like fantasy points where like you could like... I'm not going to p- like this. In 2005, I? you could be like, you can go on www.com and pick like who's going to win stuff. Mm-hmm. And like you'd get the raw thing and then you pick it and you get points and then the winner.
1: Okay.
2: So... We were told when it started, like not. To, I
1: remember this. Yeah. Like
2: not to tell any of your friends anything or like whatever, like you're in an NDA, you know, like they reminded us because there's a big win at the end. And so my friend who will remain nameless used to text me all the time and be like, who's winning tonight? <laughs> and so every once in a while I would respond and help him. They would always change. So it, like, didn't matter if I told him. Right. Like, I would tell him at 3 p.m., and then when we were at 7, I remember I told him one night, I go, Chris Masters is over for the Intercontinental Belt. He's like, thanks. And he was, like, all excited. And then it just happened, and he didn't win. And he texted me. He's like, what happened? I said, I think he failed his wellness. Like... I didn't really have, like, an answer, and it was yeah. wellness, because that then happened the next yeah. week. Like, this but, like,
0: is the show that I work on. And also, yeah, it's it didn't the matter. whim of a 70-year-old man who well, changes his mind backstage, yeah, despite a like, week of work. And,
2: and it quit. wasn't that I was low on the totem pole, even though I was. It's just, like, everything changes last minute, and it, there's no control over it. And then you just get rid of continuity, because, like, what's it matter? Because yeah. we had to change something at the last minute. As someone who's worked there, I defend their stupidity, because... There's so little you can do to change it, but then you see things like All In, and you're like, no, because those people aren't jaded. Like they just, you, they want to make it work, so they make it work, and and um, you just have to find people who are willing to um to to do the long term. Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you think that something I brought up earlier, um, just with how many hours worth of wrestling television that they have to like.
2: Yeah, do. I, w- I had less. I had WW, I had Raw, SmackDown, and ECW, and people were like, "Oh God!" But those shows were like two hours, mm. and ECW was one hour. So now you're looking at what? So much television. There's five
0: hours and they on have, TV, yeah. and then there's NXT two hundred
2: five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Minim- so the main event so min- yeah. <laughs> stuff that like you don't even know exists.
1: Yeah, that's the benefit <laughs> that's I think hours. to something like an all-in where it's like again, we're building everything to this one big thing. We're not worrying about yeah. you know everything else because obviously I'm not going to. There's no way at this point that in New Japan or in Ring of Honor they don't have some kind of. They're not in con- in control, but we're not going to argue that they don't have probably some sway. Yeah, they could get in someone's ear. They could talk to I someone. I understand about something. booking themselves at this point. Yeah,
2: right? yeah, I would assume so.
1: Yeah, but um, it's also like even those are are not. They're not on those every no. single week no. on these no. big things they have like the billi- being the elite which is what they do and i think that it's just I, I you know and i love wrestling i love the pace of it but as someone who tells stories man isn't there something about not having to just fill time yeah
2: and also it never stops i've always been a huge kind of supporter of the off season me too mm-hmm. and people have been talking about it for years and years and years and it won't happen with Vince alive but I just think it would really help everyone to have an off season in order to.
1: Even if it was the summer, if it's yeah. six weeks. No, I yeah. think that's great. And then or you do it like, I, um, I mean, this would be kind of different because in this case, the actors did do it. But, you know, for Beverly Hills 90210, they had a summer season. Yeah. For, yeah. You know, make that your 205 Lives or make that yeah. some people who aren't usually but around. Keep them on the roads. Often. Do a couple of, week, couple of nights a week
0: on the road if you want to get the kids while they're off on vacation. But yeah. take it off TV for a minute. Yeah. Do something else. Or just...
2: just, or create content to push towards the channel yeah. or yeah. whatever you want to do. But I just, I've never understood. Or
1: Stagger SmackDown. Yeah, stagger's is or fine something. too. I yeah.
2: never really fully understood the no vacation thing, especially when your biggest names take year long vacations and come back for mania. And are so
1: just fine. Yeah.
2: So it, I'd never. Undertaker's retired
1: that. 20 times in the last four years. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> change.
2: Fine. It doesn't change if Elias Man. misses six weeks. It's just not going to miss any. You know, you're not going to. M- really feel res- like
0: Take His Entrance this week missed some penis druids. Oh, that
2: Absolutely. was a funny bit. It's <laughs>
0: like, why is why it's are they the not making
2: it the hardest one to explain to people who aren't wrestling fans as to why it's funny? But yeah. it's still good.
1: Um, yeah, no, it is very, um, so earlier Ziggler and McIntyre took out the revival and then defeated the B team for the raw tag team titles. Anything? Yeah, that happened. give you feelings? Um, I it, felt kind of bad for the B team because I'm like, always aw, for
0: you team. guys.
2: Yeah. I mean, I also just think Ziggler and McIntyre probably as a tag team would need a lot of, I mean, that seems like a great tag team. Like when I saw them two guys they didn't know what to do with. And I was like, oh, that's cool they yeah, put them but together. But I think
0: they need the belt.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They need some sort of importance.
1: Yeah. Man, I just rewatched. Otherwise, why are they together, I guess? I just rewatched Marine 5, so my love for the B team is at an all-time <laughs> high right now. Also, they were like, better what, than some of the actors on that movie. It was.
2: There is no reason for why they're together, right?
1: My understanding is because they did so well during Marine 5, they were like, well, let's put them all, let's put them together yeah, with Miz and see what happens.
2: Yeah oh
0: what a beautiful thing that the Marie movies have done. Oh, they've given us yeah, so much. Given
2: people middle careers for a few months. <laughs>
1: yeah, but asked for literally nothing in yeah, return. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then be forgotten by two guys who are clearly more famous. Yeah,
1: I'm like 90% sure that all of... Um, the Marine Five was just shot inside the um, Stamford parking garage.
0: <laughs> I feel like, like I was no wondering money. if they had just shot it like alongside the Santa's Little Helper movie that he made with Paige, too. Like, Maybe they just do them on the same day.
2: What is Santa's Little Helper? That's a movie with it's
0: a um, it's the Ms and Page, and an she's elf. an elf oh, who boy. and she
1: says fuck and lives in trees. Um,
2: That's awful. Did you guys watch it?
1: i'm doing i'm doing the shrug i'm doing I the shrug will. emoji cuz i got nothing For my right. patreon i do a lot of hey let's watch and chat if it's available somewhere we can that all sounds do brutal so. i love it though <laughs> i love i love bad movies um speaking of this is not bad even though people say it's bad um, but speaking of people who do a lot of outside WWE things, what did y'all think about the Bella's first tag match in a minute?
0: I'm going to talk about it more at the end of okay, the episode. I'm going to give <laughs> you I didn't see episode. it, but I saw
2: the botch. Yeah, There were a few. Okay. It's. I don't give a crap. I think I people should botch anyway, but I just thought that's all I've seen from it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's
0: exactly. Which yeah. is what we're going to talk about.
1: Yeah, okay. and I'll just say very briefly, it's also like you know the people that Ruby Riot's obviously been around she's been doing stuff but a lot of the people they were in the ring with they're they're not you know they work every night and they're doing great but it is you know you've got some people with some ring rest and then you have some people who aren't necessarily known for being ring generals and wrestling is a team sport it is up to everyone to make these Mm -hmm. things happen I'll tell you all in one of them just made a person
2: all in guys been in the business for 25 years but what uh, Chris Daniels did for Stephen Amell
1: that was was so quite,
2: Quite Good. a match, and clearly yeah. run by by Daniels making yeah. him look good and it looked awesome yeah.
1: oh that coast to coast it was great oh my he God. tweeted better about it better than Shane yeah. I know it his, really is like, his is like a coast to Midwest yeah it um, very good Noah was really good and Amel tweeted yeah. today like oh I finally have the feeling back in my hip <laughs> yeah it was a very you cool you don't need it carry yeah. on you did great
2: yeah there's the uh, Arrow EP just sits there crying
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah how it was really cool yeah. Yeah. my boyfriend yeah, is I TV and he was having an emotional breakdown he was like if this was my show and I had to like start working on Monday I'd be like so I'm gonna take the week off right yeah I couldn't i I've <laughs> had um
2: we had a, a a WWE episode on my TV show on Drop the Mic and it was uh the Glow Girls versus um yes, WWE Divas yeah.
1: oh Marcella was working on yeah yeah
2: and so we had a, a an episode of that and and we weren't allowed to even get near they weren't allowed to even get near each other
1: yeah
2: um and I, that was just an insurance thing so when I was watching that show I was like there's so much insurance yeah. on your lead that I was
0: and is he- I'm assuming he
1: paid for his own yeah, insurance that's what King's I'm thinking yeah. or, he or wants Cody, be a producer
0: has- now right Yeah, so he's a producer yeah. on the show so I guess he just made a call
2: I guess Instead, it's still a network it? thing. I mean, if he were to cut his leg off, God yeah. forbid, or if something, or if he, God forbid, he were to die, <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, the
2: insurance of losing the arrow from Arrow is yeah. pretty bonkers.
1: Yeah, it's pretty big. Um, but yeah, I would just assume that him and Cody split the insurance yeah. because, kind of yeah. and he clearly trained. And and you know what? I thought that it was. Yeah. It was a great match for what it for He's what he does. Got it under his skin now. That's it. That's yeah. in his blood now. He's itching for it, and that yeah. freaks me out. Yeah, he was great. Um, Daniel Bryan <laughs> had another match, um, with Almas while he continues his feud with the Miz. How is this feeling? Is this feeling like this is going in the right direction for you? Know. I, I don't know.
2: I feel like WWE overall, from when I when I worked there, we used to have like a, a Miz and Daniel Bryan that was like on the horizon, right? Mm-hmm. If you had that, you waited. Months, you'd be yeah. like, "Well, we're building that. We're building that." And yeah. now it's just the next week. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, uh, Brian's back. Daniel Bryan's back." Uh Well, yeah. that, I can't wait till he's with Miz. And then you just have to wait a week. Yeah. And I just think everything gets rushed in that way there. So I just yeah. don't. I Agreed. didn't care like I should.
0: The SummerSlam match was too soon. Yeah. Yes. I think they should have done the I think couples the first match thing remaining. before they do I don't the mean, singles. I, I, I'm from if a different gonna school. They're going to do that. Yeah. yeah I don't think yeah. they
2: should do that at all. Well,
0: this is it. They're going to do it because Total yeah. Bellas is coming back and yeah. Total Divas is coming. They're going to do it, and I'm fine with them doing it, but. um I feel like they should have taken care of all the padding matches first. Do the triple threat. Do yeah. the, because they'll have a triple threat with Andrade and Zelina at some point. Yeah. And then they'll have just, the couples match. And then it's like, I just, but yeah, it's a mania
1: match. It's yeah. a mania match. Y'all yeah. know how I feel about two dudes. Two dudes. I just want two people in that ring telling amazing stories with their bodies. Yeah. yeah and they and can, I guess and those two gonna, can do it. Yeah. We're going to see Brie
0: and Maurice maybe at Evolution, I'm assuming. Yeah. <sighs> yeah you know, yeah which is great I that's would love fine that. that's, that's a fantastic. fine side mm-hmm. thing I and I would love, love to see the dudes in their corner Yeah, that would be a really nice tip of the hat
1: yeah oh if they were like taking off their robes okay yeah. I'm like just thinking <laughs> yeah, yeah that's exactly what I want um so before we wrap up, let's get some notes on NXT. Johnny Gargano is a broken man after losing to Ciampa for the second time. And he's even under suspicion as being the one who attacked Alistair Black. <laughs> but in the meantime, he's going to wrestle Velveteen Dream. I am excited for this just because I want Dream yes. on my television in any way I can yeah, get
2: Yeah, this will be great.
1: I saw it live in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina back That's in cool. January. And, and I do watch
2: that. Awesome. I do watch NXT just straight up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it's, I just love it. So. They were so
0: good. It's good and it's an hour.
2: Yeah, it's perfect.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited to see it on TV because on really the road, excited. it was, they were, their bonkers chemistry. Then he came, it was Spartanburg, South Carolina. I'm not going to make judgments about a country I'm not from, but it's
2: when a they garbage came, can is what you're saying. well, when they came <laughs> my
0: partner's from there. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> <when> they, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's a really, we have a listener who's from there too, and I love you and you know I do. Well, they came out and everyone was like, as you can imagine, big Johnny Gargano fans, yeah. We were really worried about Dream. My boyfriend was like, they're going to murder him. They're going to kill him. This is where I'm really scared. Don't cheer too loud. Mm -hmm. They'll murder you too. And I was just like, I love him and (laughs) I want this to go well. And he came out 100% himself, got in the ring 100% himself. Within five minutes, that entire arena was chanting for him. Yeah, he's a star. They had such good chemistry. Who wrote
2: the LGBTQ article today? Did you guys read that? About,
1: oh, uh, I haven't. The, the one about the Exoticos. I haven't got a yeah, chance to read I that yet, yet, but yet I'm either. very excited. They talk about Sunny Kiss and Velveteen, um, mm-hmm. who is Exolicious on mm-hmm. who, if you haven't, get into Sunny Kiss, y'all yeah. get into Exolicious, get into Effie, which is Effie or Effie? Effie, I think. Effie. Get into Effie. Yeah. Get into it. Because, There's a lot of uh, stuff
2: bubbling and yeah. Velvetine Dream, I, I, from reading the article, and I know it's not important, but I believe he's straight, right?
1: I am not sure I'm not about sure the either. actor. I don't but know if it's, it's ever also, been declared. It's never been declared but it's I think just that kind of prince thing where it's like yeah. I'm it's above your yeah. petty which sexuality. Awesome. Yeah.
2: yeah, which is awesome. But the idea that these fans still love Velveteen Dream and that's uh, the article sort of talks about the evolving um, kind of yeah. gender stuff that's in wrestling. And I just think what he's doing is yeah. remarkable. And his age and I mean, oh just, my god, he's,
0: he's 22. Yeah, he's
2: a child. <gasps> yeah, and it's gonna be. I mean, I just I, now he's going to evolve for a couple dates. So I'm just like I'm. I, out of everyone at NXT you would think I'd be I mean Cole's one of my favorite wrestlers ever yep. um, and there's guys who are there but like the one that I'm most drawn to is Velveteen mm-hmm.
1: Dream um, if you have any thoughts on the week in wrestling keep the conversation going on our episode page at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights and at tights fights on Twitter and Instagram after a break we've got some things from the world of wrestling that you should know about that's coming up next on tights and fights
2: Hey, this is Griffin McElroy.
1: Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we've
2: got a new podcast on Maximum Fun called Wonderful.
1: Wonderful. It's an
2: enthusiast podcast where we talk about things that we're excited about and things that you're excited about.
1: Things like overalls, 24-hour Sudafed, the grand prize game,
2: the fact that wombats use their butts to kill predators,
1: the soundtrack to the movie Dick Tracy,
2: the beach potion we call Bud Light Line,
1: all these things and more every Wednesday, and we'll also talk about things that you're excited about.
2: You can find us on MaximumFun.org or iTunes or wherever. I don't know. Just search Wonderful. Google it, you'll probably get there. Tyson Bites podcast. Tyson
1: Bites. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford. I'm joined today by Lindsay Kelly and
2: Catch of the Day Jensen Carter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this week, we want to end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. <laughs> All right, Jensen, guests go first Yeah. Yeah. What would you like to put over?
2: Uh, I'd like to put over, um, with PWG being ransacked by every company, WWE, uh, especially NXT, has just become mm-hmm. PWG uh, televised, yeah. uh, you have to see a new generation step up there, and I think they've had a little bit of puttering, a little bit of the engine... Not really figuring out where to go. Walter is obviously who they're putting their belt on, which makes sense because he's Walter. He should be at WWE and mm-hmm. definitely just want whenever he wants to go, he'll go. Uh, that's not a thing. So you kind of have to like figure out who's next. And I think that anyone who's not paying attention to Brody King uh, would be doing themselves a disservice. I think he is the next kind of. I mean, I know he looks like an Alistair Black. I know he looks like a lot of guys who are in WWE. But that hasn't stopped them from signing six of the same Viking dude
1: uh,
2: (laughs) that they've now have on television. Um, So uh, Brody's incredible. He is uh, funny and talented and willing to go the extra mile and and that's what I love about PWG for the last decade is guys who just try to get better every week Brody's not looking for his WWE contract yet he's just trying to get better um, he's showing up everywhere from bar wrestling to in the UK he just did recently he was out uh, in the AAW right mm-hmm. is that the name AAW out in Chicago and I just think uh, as a PWG diehard that's my champ in my opinion and also he's nice. an LA guy he's uh, from Van Nuys 818 um, so that's my guy
1: 818 Kelk, my love, my dearest, my one and only. Hi. 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 What would you like to put over? I'm so ready.
0: Okay, so I'm going to put something over that I know is the internet's not going to care for it. But I feel like in the spirit of WrestleFwens, and in the spirit of this podcast being a celebration of wrestling, yes. I would like us to take a moment... And say, yay for Brie Bella. And I'm not defending the rim work. Everyone knows this. It was not a good match on Raw. We know this. I'm not going to say, oh, you know what, like maybe it wasn't so bad. It was pretty bad. But she, okay, point number one, I said I wasn't going to squeal like a dolphin. She had a baby a year ago. She is coming back from maternity leave. I have seen legends, and I know people are going to be upset with the use of that word, but by WWE definition, the Bellas are legends. Yeah. They yeah. are. Yeah.
2: They will be Hall of Famers.
0: Yes, yeah. exactly. First round yeah. Hall of Famers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. When they want it, they're going to yeah. get it. Yeah. They have brought eyes to the sport. I went to take over in uh, Brooklyn with a friend who only watches Total Divas, Total Bellas, and now she's going to Evolution. And she I went know for so the many Bellas. people
1: who that has been there, along with obviously all of the good that Glow has done. Uh, for yep. a lot of people, the Toad Steves and the Toad yep. Bellas, that has been their introduction into It's been wrestling. a gateway,
0: and we have them to thank for that. This was a premise that they brought to the WWE, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's as the story goes. They pitched it. So they have that going for them. I think Brie, yes, she is coming back from maternity leave to draw a comparison, which may end up being unfavorable, but another sportswoman who is also a businesswoman who has recently come back from maternity leave and a dangerous birth and delivery... Which also Brie had. Which also Brie had, is Serena Williams. Serena Williams... One of the greatest of all time, men or women, I don't care, because she is one of the greatest. This is genderless. And True you know what? Like when she came back straight away, she didn't win every match. She has had some pretty rough matches on the way back in, yeah. as yeah. well as some wins. And I just, I feel like the internet really went in and it fully felt. I don't like to use my angry words, but it felt like misogyny to me. They went in on her in a way they would not have gone in on a man. Well, no one went in on Titus I, I in Titus the same way. I think Titus was a joke. Yeah, I was yeah. Just about
2: to say, I think Titus became a meme. This was more yeah. like, she sucks. Yeah, yeah so this she
0: was says, cool. Why should she come back? It's Ring Ross. I mean, Ring Ross is one thing. And um, Somebody tweeted at me and said, I've never seen anyone botch two moves in one match. <laughs> and I was forced to reply, oh, welcome to wrestling. You must not have seen many matches. And then mute yeah. him because now watch, he's screaming into the void Bet-Maffel? and that makes me happy. No, I'm talking uh.
2: about the feed me. Oh, Ryback. Oh,
0: Ryback. Yeah. He's dumb no. as fuck. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. I just
0: think we really need to celebrate the fact that there is a woman who went out, had a baby, got back in the ring inside a year, yeah. and has put herself through this. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of women who have natural births pee themselves when they laugh, yawn, or sneeze. <laughs> that woman threw herself through the ropes twice, yeah. and then she turned up the next night and wrestled again.
2: And shouts to someone who I worked with heavily and still talk with, but Maria Canales is on mm-hmm. her way back mm-hmm. to yes. uh, the I'm ring. very excited. From a birth, uh, and also an injury recently. So- uh, I know it's not easy. So
0: yeah, I, I just think
1: let's be kind for a minute. Let's just stop being dicks yeah. and be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally, for me, I am putting over y'all know how much I love what anyone who's really good at at um, expanding upon what they do on social media is always going to get a huge high five and loves from me. And so um, last week, Leo Rush posted an adorable video slash reunion featuring mr keith lee who has just come to nxt um so we'll take a little bit of a listen to that now oh hell no hell they signed you are you kidding me of course they signed me i am limitless how
0: you
2: been man i'm always good the man of the hour is always good but i didn't come here to see you okay (laughs) i heard you got signed congratulations that's awesome Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what we should do it's to commemorate this moment? A hug. Oh no, I'm not hugging you. Yeah, I'm no. not
0: hugging
1: you. I'm not hugging Come you. Come on. No, no, no. Thanks. I'll shake your hand, but I'm not hugging you. you will shake my hand. I'll shake your hand, but I'm not hugging you. <laughs> it's the reunion. So on the Indies, they would do a thing where like uh, Keith Lee, because he's so big, would like pick um, would would pick Leah Rush up, and it was very cute. And um, <laughs> and Leah Rush tweeted along with us: "I am not a child," which is very great. <laughs> if you don't know about real Keith Lee, get you on will it. Soon, yeah, yeah. It, even like his, cool. uh, go watch NXT. Um, just.
2: Have they, have they had, they've had him wrestling on? Oh couple, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And, little, he, and he um, looks and like everything. Matches. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. It makes me super, super happy. Um, so go check that out. And that does it for this episode of tights and fights. We are a podcast on the maximum fun network. This week, our hosts were Lindsay kelk and Jensen carp along with me, Danielle Radford. Jensen, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything you want to put over for yourself? Anything you want to plug? Uh, we love a
2: plug. I love a plug. Um, you can just follow me at, at Jensen clan 88 with a C. I talk about wrestling every once in a while and, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Drop the Mic comes back in October, and we, I think we have another WWE person on this season. I always try to get one in. We've had uh, a bunch of people come through. I think we've had that, the Jericho we've had on. We mm. we taped one with The Miz that hopefully everyone will see eventually. So
1: Yay! Yeah. Super exciting. Kelk?
0: I have a book coming out that people could read if they wanted to. It's called One in a Million. Julian's intro was both timely and hilarious Mm. Uh, so please check that out it will be available wherever you buy books Uh, and I also want to put over Ms. Bradford because it was her birthday it was her birthday you guys (laughs) happy birthday so you should totally go to the internet and say happy birthday to Danielle and support her Patreon because she's the best
1: thank you yeah my Patreon is just um I try to keep it real cheap because, like, you know, folks is broke. But I would say so the $1 level is cool and great. I'll shout you out um, once a month on Twitter with whatever name you prefer. $3 a month. In addition to that, weekly, we have a Discord chat where we'll watch something wrestling related. Um, this Sunday we did Marine 5. So there'll be other things like that. Maybe sometimes it'll be an episode or a couple of episodes of rockin' wrestling. Sure. Maybe we'll do um, a toad Steves or a Totes Bells or a Mr. <laughs> and Ms. Maybe you know, th- there's all kinds of... Can I
2: suggest the uh, Junkyard Dog music video? Grab Them Cakes?
1: Yes, yes you can. We could do one that's just all music videos. I could put them together in like a playlist for on YouTube.
2: Jive Soul Bro.
1: Oh God, I force everyone to watch so Jive. It's yeah. so racist. Yeah. Ooh, maybe we can do... Land
2: Land of a Thousand Wrestlers. (laughs) I could do this forever.
1: What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. And then uh, final (laughs) wrestling tier, like our final tier is like five bucks. You'll get all that stuff. Plus, we'll also do like some kind of live stream where we'll watch a movie, maybe a wrestling movie, but sometimes a different kind of movie because some of y'all aren't necessarily wrestling buds, Um, but something bad or something fun and like, you know, the Avengers or whatever. We'll figure it out. Um, So, yeah, that's me plugging myself. Um, Next, I'm going to plug our producer, Julian Burrell, and he will be worshiping in the Church of the Bear until the end of college football season. Boo. (laughs) Boo. roll suck hmm. now there there are a lot of roll time jokes you could have gone for roll, roll tears roll suck is probably not roll,
2: one of them
0: it's probably
1: not I liked one. it in its simplicity and honesty roll suck roll roll these nuts I'll work it's better that'll do I'm getting there I'm, I'm gonna workshop it yeah I've got all season yeah um, Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well, so we're putting him over for that. Do not forget, he is going on tour. You can find all of his tour dates online and on his Twitter, Um, so please find him. There's going to be some U.S. dates. He's also going to be going over to Europe. Find him in a city near you.
2: He's the best.
1: He is the Mm -hmm. absolute best. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights and at tights fights on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Hal lost his voice, which is why he wasn't here with us today um so please feel free to send him a virtual cough drop on twitter if you love the show remember to hit those five stars on apple podcasts and share us with all of your friends thank you so much to the max fun members who make the show possible we'll be back next week for more you guessed it wrestling
2: and Bites. Podcast. Maximumfun dot org.
1: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
2: Listener supported.
1: This week our hosts for Lindsay Kelp Kelp. <laughs> oh, if Did we got married, that's oh, a name. <laughs> that's another fish reference. <laughs> I'm the worst.